Hey everybody, before we get started, I actually just wanted to give you a quick disclaimer. We talk about depression, um, we also talk about stillborns, and just a lot of um, kind of touchy topics if you're sensitive to these or you're not in a headspace to hear about them. Go click on a different podcast, one that doesn't have to deal with being sad. Um, I don't want anybody's mental health to take a dive just because they listen to us be sad, so I just wanted to give you guys that disclaimer, okay? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Depressed Girls podcast. My name is Amy, and I'm here with April. Hello there. So today, we're going to talk about why we started a podcast to begin with. I feel like uh, that's been a question for a lot of people in our personal lives like why the fuck are you doing this and uh why did you name it that yeah um well what should we start with first the name or why why so you should start this out because well yeah you should start this out because it pretty much starts with you uh so i had been feeling very depressed the last couple months and uh i you know tried to get out of my rut um in therapy i went to go visit my parents in new mexico and nothing has really been working and so i've been trying to keep myself busy hasn't always worked uh i got a text from amy more than a month ago now and she invited me to dinner. She was throwing a little dinner party and I was really excited to get the text because I hadn't really hung out with Amy in a while and I didn't really, I, I found myself at a loss for friends. And so uh, I, I went and you know amy made this huge spread and everything and it was so good i'm still dreaming about your biscuits <laughs> that's so funny <clears throat> it's funny because her brother comes over all the time like to hang out with uh my dude and um i kind of just automatically assumed that she knew she was welcome at my house anytime because <laughs> i was just kind of the person i am i'm like yeah whatever <laughs> come over and chill but I texted her personally because I hadn't seen her in a while. And I was like, oh shit, I wonder how April's doing. I was like, I know she, I think she knows that she's welcome over here anytime, but I just want to make sure. Because I had texted her prior asking her about, uh, about her job and like other stuff. But I was like, damn it, I forgot to invite her to dinner, but I'm assuming Sean would tell you. Yeah, and it's funny, he did afterwards. Okay. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, I'm already going. I'm sure he invited me. <laughs> I am really socially awkward. So when April came over, I understand I was in my own home, but I was nervous. Yeah. And it's funny because I've met all these people before. It's not like they're strangers. I've, it's not a big deal, but I'm just really socially awkward. I never <clears throat> had dinner parties or anything like that when I was older or I mean younger. <laughs> uh, so it was, I was uncomfortable. So I went into my dining room. Everybody else was in the living room and I, it sounds really bad as a hostess. Because you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to leave your guests. But I was uncomfortable. They were watching a comedian that I just really didn't give a shit about, to be honest. And so I went to my dining room. I was t- tapping away on my computer. And I think it was about, what, 20-so minutes? Yeah, about 20 minutes. I was sitting in the living room with everyone. And I wasn't 
talking to anyone like during the dinner I really didn't talk to anyone I just I didn't feel very comfortable and I didn't I just didn't talk yeah and so yeah I see Amy in the dining room and I had been contemplating going over and talking to her for a good like 10 of the 20 minutes that she was sitting in the dining room because I'm like I want to ask her something because it's something that I struggle with so much and I'm like I I need to ask it to see if someone understands what it's like and so I go over and I ask her do you have any hobbies and of course I panic I, when she asked me that, I literally, like, shit my pants. I'm not joking. I was like, oh, my God. What do I say? If I say I don't have any hobbies, she's going to think I'm weird. Oh, my God. So I said, oh, like, yeah, I like photography, but I'm not that good at it. And she said, okay, I don't really have any hobbies. Well, <laughs> when I tell you the sigh of relief, I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm not the only one. Oh, my God. Because I feel like a lot of people in our immediate lives, they have hobbies. Yeah. They have things they're passionate about. Mm Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I had, like, yeah, I I had started a YouTube channel, but it didn't really go anywhere, and I wasn't super into it. I'm not this, like, influencer type person, I don't think. I'm just Mm -hmm. not. So when she asked me that, I was like, well, at least I'm not alone. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, the reason I asked it was because I had no hobbies. I had no interests. I mean, I had, like, a couple things I was interested, but it wasn't really to, like, form a life around, and I was just at such a state of of loss because I, I felt lost in the world. I felt alone, and I I couldn't really feel any sort of connection to anyone Um, I had recently had a couple people, both them decide and I decided to exclude them from my life for reasons that are hard. And I just, I felt so alone and I was trying to figure out how to go forward because I was just stuck where I was at because I had no hobbies I had no interest nothing got me out of bed in the morning except for work and I mean even that I I work from home so most of the times I'd grab my laptop go back to bed because I could and that's all I wanted to do I didn't leave my bed for weeks honestly and so I just I needed to feel both a human connection but also to find someone that was like-minded yeah I have very few friends I have you know my best friend Jasmine I have my friend Chelsea and Grace but outside of them I'm like I have acquaintances and I'm you know friends with people on Instagram and stuff like that but like I don't really have very many human connections yeah and it's hard because I see all these people around me and they have multitudes of friends and family and I don't have, I don't even have my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, as shitty as it sounds, it was nice to know that she almost felt alone as I did. Mm-hmm. And it sounds really shitty to say, but it was nice to have that common ground that we both just felt really lost. Nicelated. Yeah. Because I... <laughs> I haven't been passionate about anything since I was in probably in gymnastics. And that was like 20 years ago, if not longer. 
Yeah. And I- even then, I wasn't like, woo! Mm-hmm. There's just, eh, it's something to do. It takes up time. Yeah. That's what really everything has been. Mm-hmm. To get into the name, you know, we were sitting here trying to brainstorm. And... April said, what about two broke girls? And we're like, well, we can't do that. It's taken. And we thought about it some more. And we just kind of looked at each other. I was like, what about two depressed girls? And it took about 10 minutes. And that was it. it. We decided. People are always, I think, taken aback by it. Just because a lot of people don't advertise being depressed. And, and we're just so fucking blunt about it. Yeah. And I feel, um, I honestly think it's kind of off-putting. To some people? Could be. Um, I had somebody ask, like, why the fuck would you name it that? Like, nobody's gonna want to sponsor you or anything. And I was like, I really don't give a fuck if anybody wants to sponsor me or not. This is, this is my podcast. I like to do it. Don't fucking try to take it away from me. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing I think, <clears throat> I think you and I can agree on. When somebody tries to shit on our hobbies, it's kind of like, Why? I have so few things in my life. Why the fuck are you going to shit on that? My thing is just like, I really don't give a fuck about your opinion. <laughs> right? Nice. You have one. Good Doesn't for you. mean I care. I'm glad that we named it that because it kind of, I almost keeps me accountable because sometimes I try to trick myself mm-hmm. into thinking like, oh, I'm not depressed. I'm just being overdramatic mm-hmm. because I don't want to be depressed. Who the fuck wants to be depressed? But shit, man, I am. Yeah. But it's nice to have something to dump yourself into, to kind of get lost in. Yeah. And I feel like in getting lost in that thing, you kind of find yourself too. I know that doesn't even make sense, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I do. And I mean, with with going to therapy, it's kind of contributed as well. And my therapist has made me realize that, you know, you heal at your own pace and you gotta do what you gotta do don't set any expectations sure as fuck don't try to follow anyone else's expectations oh yeah i i learned that the hard way therapy is scary and april is a stronger human than i am because i just can't do it yet i haven't gotten there yet see i think one way in which we're different is you i mean i bottle things up Uh But it's mostly, it's when I'm pissed that I bottle things up. Yeah. If I'm sad, mm-hmm. I will tell the whole world. Yeah. Like, I am unfiltered. And so that wasn't so much a struggle for me. Um, it's just taking the advice and applying it. Like, being told, take a walk every night. Or write about this, write about that. It's yeah. the application that I'm struggling with more so than anything because I just don't have the motivation. Like, sense. I'll talk his fucking ear off. I don't, I'm sad about this. I'm sad about this. I'm sad about that. Like, But actually taking the tools that he gives you to, to help you, it's hard. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, for me, I mean, she pegged me. It's, I don't really tell people when I'm sad. I tell people when I'm pissed. Yeah, we're so, we're kind of the opposite in that respect. Like, when I'm pissed off, like, and she knows, like, today, I texted her today, I was like, bro, you gotta talk me down off this ledge, because I'm about to beat some ass right now. She did, and I was really grateful and thankful for that, and I was like, okay, it's, it's not a life or death situation, it will probably sort itself out, but when I'm sad, like, after I told her that, 
I was quiet for probably, what, two, three hours? I didn't say anything because I was mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. And I was like, the situation hurt me. So I was like, nope, don't talk about it because I don't, I don't like talking when, uh, when I'm sad. Mm-hmm. Anger, I'm fine with. I need, I really need to go to anger management. That's, that's a big <laughs> thing, but we'll get, we'll get into that, I guess, later. But the whole reason we started this is that we both needed an outlet for for the very limited amount of energy that we have. Yeah. We wanted something that we wouldn't have to feel pressured to show our face or be on camera because that's that's stressful to try to feel like to look perfect or what society deems is beautiful. That's just more stress than what yeah. we needed. It's just more than we could even handle, honestly. I'd been thinking about starting a podcast, but I needed a counterpart. And my my other my very few other friends, they have lives and jobs and they have things going on in their lives that they just couldn't drop for me. And I get that. You know, April was like, Well, I'm not really constricted by time, like I can come over after work. It's not a big deal. Yeah, let's do that. I mean we can't we're not famous or anything, we can't get a radio show, but a podcast we can do. But yeah, it's just it really is just gonna be uh, a place where we can talk about our feels and things that we wanna talk about. But I mean, I don't know. We we're sad. We're we're depressed beans. I'm a depressed potato. I'm a depressed potato. Yeah, she's a depressed potato. Um, I'm a depressed bean. Um, we're just depressed, and that's just pretty much matter of fact. It's I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not gonna hide it. I you know what? I used to be ashamed of it. Yeah. Um. Granted, I haven't been like formally like or professionally diagnosed. I need to. I know. But, you know, when all the signs are there, yeah. when all the signs are pouring to one thing, it's pretty obvious. You know, it, it isn't normal to want to lay in bed for upwards of 15 hours a day. Yeah. It's not normal to have that struggle to take a shower. Uh-huh. It's not normal to lack motivation to even try to feed yourself. Yeah. And that's what we've been experiencing. Uh-huh. And from a person who loved to cook, I can't even bother to do anything more than throw something in the microwave. Yeah. You know, I've, I've lost a considerable amount of weight. Like, I mean, I'm chubby. I can stand to lose weight. I go to the gym because I want to lose weight. But I'm doing it in an unhealthy way because I have no appetite. Same. I'm not sleeping well. Same. I wake up three, four times in the middle of the night. Same. <laughs> like, it, it's not good to lay awake in bed thinking and crying Dude. until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Last night, I literally laid in bed and I was... I laid there for four hours trying to fucking sleep. Yeah. And I, I kept having to tell my brain to shut up. And mm-hmm. every time I would tell my brain to shut up, all it would say was shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my fucking God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I just want it to stop. Yeah. And it's so hard to make your brain slow down for a minute and relax. I can't. Yeah. It's almost impossible for me. I... It's not as much of a luxury as you'd expect because I have been having times where there isn't a thought in my mind for hours where I do disassociate, where I just realize, oh shit, I've been sitting here and hours past and I just spaced out. See, I do that too, but I feel like 
I swear I have ADHD too because when I'm dissociating, I'm like all over the place. Really? But I'm all over the place in my own head. Yeah. I'm like bouncing around from thing to thing in my brain. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm exhausted. Mentally. But I, yeah, but I can't fucking sleep. Yeah. And I was <laughs> trying to explain that to people that have, that have never experienced it is also just as exhausting. Mm-hmm. Something that I've recently been having issues with is when I do have moments when I'm not sad, I feel guilty. Like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Like, why am I feeling guilty? About for... not feeling fucking sad? Yeah. Now that you say that, I have too, because there's been moments where I've been like, okay, everything's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think I can do this. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, I shouldn't be feeling like that. Mm-hmm. I, I should be sad. Yeah. That's why I cried myself to sleep last night. Oh my God. It's it, just... It really is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And... I want to go back to the sleeping for 15 hours because when I first moved down here, I was, I, granted, I've always kind of had a rocky relationship with my parents, not when I was growing up because I was like an angel because I didn't want to cause problems, but as I got older, you know, I, I distanced myself a lot. I was sleeping most of the day. Yeah. Like I probably was sleeping for like 15 hours a day, but it was because I was so sad because my parents and I had just like basically stopped talking when I moved down here because we were not at a good spot in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody ask me like, why the fuck do you sleep so long? And I, at the time I was like, I don't know. I was like, isn't that normal? They're like, no. Because when I was living back home, all I wanted to do was sleep. Uh-huh. I was so tired. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, oh, it's just because you're a teenager. You want to sleep all day. I was like, huh, I guess. But I feel like most teenagers have the will to, like, hang out with friends or go do things. I would come up with reasons not to hang out with my friends as a kid. Oh, I was the same way. Like, I had my nose in a book, and, I mean, I didn't have a typical, you know, teenage experience because I didn't go out with friends. Like, I didn't go to my own prom. I didn't participate in any activities i was a complete loner i had friends but you know i didn't see them regularly and i mean college wasn't much better it wasn't until i actually left college that i started to have a social life but (laughs) that's gone it's shitty because i i don't want to feel this way but i also like i don't know how not to i really don't know how not to feel this way all the fucking time and I know that's what therapy's for. And I know that they try to help you and give you tools, but I'm just terrified. Mm-hmm. I'm terrified of talking to people about my feelings because I wasn't born in a house where you talked about your fucking feelings, and I don't think you were either. No. And I think I kind of, at least in my mindset, because I do have that same mentality, it's like, uh, I don't know if I want to feel better because I had it where I was happy for a little while to lose that is the worst thing yeah I can remember very few times in my life where I've been like genuinely happy and uh for a lot of people that don't know which is a lot of you (laughs) that are listening uh I had a daughter but she was a stillborn um 
but kind of like going towards that I didn't think I could get pregnant so when I found out I was pregnant I you know super happy like any woman would be when they're told they can't get pregnant and they find out oh shit I, there's a baby and that was very cruel cr I can't even say the word uh, it was very fucked up to have it ripped away very suddenly well not even very suddenly it was nine months I went full term with this kid I went to multiple doctor's appointments a week and yet it still was wasn't enough uh, I talk about it right now very nonchalantly but it's because I've told this story uh, pretty recently this is our second attempt at recording this so uh, I'm not cold and distant about it but I have to be right now because I don't want to cry uh, it's just uh, not in the cards today but it's something that I live with every day I think about constantly I know it wasn't my fault but fuck it feels like it was <laughs> people uh, also struggle with the fact that they think I should be over it by now and I'm like that's not something someone ever gets over it's something, it's something they learn to cope with it's something they learn how to live with you don't ever recover from losing a kid. Um, you're like, well, it's the same thing as a parent or a sibling dying. I'm like, no, it's not the same thing. You know, when your parents pass, you expect it. When your grandparents pass, you expect it at some point. But your kid, you expect them to outlive you. And mine didn't even get to take her first breath. Now that sucks. So that, uh, I never went to therapy for that, which, uh, I know I should have, <laughs> but I didn't. So here we are. But yeah, we started a podcast cause we're depressed and, uh, that's pretty much it. I appreciate everybody that tries to stick with us through these more serious podcasts. I don't know if anyone actually gives a shit on why we started one, but I, I think we both wanted to give some insight and some backstory to our lives. Um, we both didn't grow up in families where like feelings were talked about or discussed. It was bury that shit and don't, don't bring it up. That was hard growing up like that. It, it fucks you up as an adult. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, that's it on my end. Unless you got more. Um, I mean, the only thing I can really think of is, uh, going back to the whole not having interests kind of goes along the same lines of not having goals, mm -hmm. which everyone in our lives has goals and, you know, you feel like the outsider being someone, you don't have passion for anything, you don't have interests, hobbies, you don't have goals, and that is just a very state to be living in because what what are you living for? You know, what are you striving for? And I do have, you know, the, the typical human goals. Um, you know, I do want to be married and have children. Uh, I struggle with infertility and that's a hard thing for me I, I haven't had the degree of fertility 
problems that Amy has experienced. It's, it's a very hard thing to discuss. And I mean, Amy's gone through much worse than I have, but to, to really only have one goal and to have to deal with the fact that it may never happen is very disheartening. And it, it's really hard to go forward with that because, you know, I, I don't feel like I have much else in my life. I think we need to stop, as like society, putting pressure on people to have goals. Because you don't have to have goals like all the fucking time. If you're content, you're content. If you don't have a goal in mind, that's okay too. It's not the end of the world if you don't have like an end goal to your life. And I've struggled with that for all my life because that's what I was taught. You need to have a goal. You yeah. need to have something to work for. You need to do something with your life. And I was like, uh, listen, I don't know what to tell you. I don't have anything going for me. I mean, it, it really starts at a very young age. You know, you're best of five years old. What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. How the fuck are you supposed to answer that? And then, you know, going into middle school, high school, you should have your entire life planned out. Well, shit doesn't pan out like you expected to. Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology and I'm not doing anything in psychology. I'm actually going to a therapist instead. I didn't, my life didn't turn out how I expected. And that's okay. (laughs) And that is, uh, see, and that's, I, er, this this topic gets me so fucking heated because it's always pounded into your head as a kid, like, You have to have a goal. You have to go to school. You have to get a degree. You have to do something. You have to have a career. You have to strive to be something better than everybody else. Because that's what a lot of it is. You have to try to be better than everybody else. And I'm like, why? And and when it doesn't happen, you feel like a failure. Bro, the the guilt you feel for not Mm -hmm. living up to people's expectations is the fucking worst. And then people wonder why people lie. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, bro, it's easier to lie to you than disappoint you. And I know it's fucked, and I know that's not right, but it's true. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, I flunked out of college. I was getting my master's degree. Flunked out. I didn't tell anyone for months because I didn't want to have to admit I failed. I didn't want to disappoint people. And it was, you know, to trying to do the degree was awful. I hated it Uh so much. It was the worst time because I'm trying to get something that I don't even want. And that was just such a pivotal point for me when I did flunk out because I'm like, okay, what the fuck do I do now? I had been planning on doing psychology for the last six years and now I realize, hmm, I don't know what I want to do. I still don't know what I want to do. So I am too. I don't know what the fuck I want to do with my life. I I don't. Bro, I'm almost thirty, and the people put such pressure on you too to really figure out. And the fact that I'm thirty and I don't have a necessary like career path that I want to follow, people are really fucking freaked out by that. Yeah. They're really fucking freaked out. And I'm like, I don't think it should be that way. I think if I'm living my life, minding my own fucking business, it shouldn't matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But it matters so much to other people. Yeah. What you're doing, where you're succeeding, where you're failing. And I don't 
like it. I don't fucking like it, which is why I surround myself with people that don't make me feel that way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know if I went to April and I was like, hey, I fucking failed, like, this test. I'm really fucked up about it. She'd be like, so what? Like, it's not that big of a deal. You'll do better on the next one. But I used to have people in my life that would be like, yeah, you suck. Mm-hmm. You should have done better. Which is why I think, to circle back, it's important to surround yourself with good people or at least like-minded people you don't have to agree on every little thing but if you kind of feel the same way about a majority of things I think you can find common ground with a lot of people I think also just surrounding yourself by people who are actually supportive who actually give a shit is so important because I have ended friendships with people who didn't have my best interests at heart, who really just did not care about me as a person. And it, it was hard at the time, but it, it proved to be so much better. Yes, I feel alone. Yes, I feel like I have one friend being Amy, <laughs> but it's really an opportunity to grow. Yeah, and it, it sucks because it's lonely. And the shitty thing is I've been exactly where April is. When I moved down here, I had fucking nobody. I had no family. I had no friends. I literally had nobody. And it was such a hard time in my life. And I was like, if I... I made a vow to myself back then. I was like, if I can prevent someone from feeling this fucking lonely, I'm going to do my damnedest. Yeah. I, I'm just of the mindset that I am a very caring person, and while I do sound very disconnected right now, it's because I've been hurt too many times, and I only want people in my life who care about me because I sure as fuck care about them. Uh-huh. That's all I want. It's And it really isn't that much to ask for, but... Still, but it, it, it still is. It still is. It, it's almost like with dating right now, and I would not want to be you. Uh, <laughs> and, 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 and not like that, but in the sense of dating in 2021, that seems like the absolute fucking worst. It is. It really fucking is. I just don't... I... Uh, I've been ghosted so many fucking times. Jesus Christ. That could be an episode in and of itself. <laughs> that y'all play right now just like if you don't want to be with somebody don't fucking be everybody wants the option that's what it is right now everybody wants the option to be with somebody but they don't actually want to commit mm-hmm. and y'all have to fucking get it together or stop getting on the fucking dating sites because it's I'm get listen I had to hear it from April now I hear it from my other friends I'm like come the bar is so low as it is for men but now it's super low for just people in general just to be kind to one another. Yeah. I don't... Okay, I, we gotta go before I get more into this. And I... Listen, this is shorter than the last one we recorded, okay? But I wanted to let you know that it's okay to be scared because I'm a bitch and I'm scared too. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I'm terrified. Okay, but that's it. That We're done. That... that <laughs> That's why we're, we have this podcast, and that's why it's named this. So uh, don't forget to check us out on our social media. You know, it's shameless self-promo. But uh, again, if you guys ever need to reach out, just just message. 
Anyway, uh, the links to all that stuff will be in the description box. If you don't already, take a look at the description box. All the stuff that you probably want to know or like you want to know the social media links, it's, it's all in there. Alright guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys later. Or talk to you guys later. Jesus. <laughs> Bye.